Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, the triumph of Superman and Batman over Herbert Calkins is short-lived, as the ace of Scotland Yard once again finds proof of Clark Kent's double identity within his easy reach. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, do you know the answer to this one? When does a bullseye give you the glad eye? Well, if you're sharp, you'll answer when it's a blueberry bullseye. That's this week's pep dish of the week, you know. And it sure is a bang-up breakfast treat. Here's how you set up your target. Pour your serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, into your bowl as usual. Heap a mound of chilled fresh blueberries dead to center. Add milk and sugar. And then fire away at your blueberry bullseye. And believe me, gang, here's a combination that's mighty fair game. Why, those crisp, tender flakes of Pep play rings around the berries. Pep's just chock full of sunshine flavor and golden toasted goodness. So no matter how you serve it, Pep hits the spot. Makes such a hit with your morning appetite that, well, you want to dig in and finish off every delicious spoonful. That's the right idea, particularly nowadays, you know, because you don't want to waste cereal when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls across the seas. Keep that in mind when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Make it your job to see that it's not wasted. Remember to handle the package carefully if you pour your own Pep and polish off every bit you pour out. And say, kind of keep an eye on your younger brothers and sisters, too. Make sure to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. After many years of research which convinced him that Clark Kent and Superman were one and the same person, Herbert Calkins, Scotland Yard's most celebrated detective, came to the United States to prove his theory. When Kent managed to escape from several traps without revealing his double identity... Calkins pretended to admit defeat and said he was returning to England by clipper plane that night. But when Kent and his friend Bruce Wayne, who was really the famous Batman, arrived at the airport, they found that the detective was not among the clipper passengers. Uneasy, they went to Kent's apartment. But just as Kent was about to unlock his door, his X-ray vision perceived that Calkins was in his bedroom. As we continue now in the corridor outside the apartment, Kent gasps. Great Scott. I'm sunk, Bruce. What do you mean, Clark? There's something in my apartment that will reveal my double identity beyond any question. And Calkins is reaching for it right now. Oh, great Lucifer. Got to stop him. Oh, what are you rattling the doorknob for? Quiet. Open the door and we'll stop him fast Keep enough. Keep your voice down. Ah, oh, that worked. He's coming out of the bedroom. Now he's stopping to listen. I don't get this. What are... Shh, don't let him hear you. He was just about to press the trick panel release. What trick panel? In my bedroom wall, there's a tiny closet behind it where I keep an extra Superman costume Uh and a letter addressed to Perry White to be opened in the event of my death. It tells all of... Wait a minute. Going back into the bedroom now. Probably decided to have tried the door has gone on. What are we waiting for? Open the door and stop him before he finds that secret closet. No, not yet. I've got to think. Are you out of your mind, Clark? If he finds your costume in the letter, he'll know you're a Superman. Yes, I know, but I've got... got... to grab him and heave him out of there before he does find it. No, Bruce, no. You mean you're just going to give up? Oh, of course not. I can't be half as useful to humanity if my double identity is revealed. You know that. Sure, then what are I've we... I've got to convince Calkins once and for all that he's mistaken. 
Make him believe I'm not Superman. And I think this is my opportunity. Well, how do you figure that? I, oh, he's found the... What? No. No, he's trying the panel below the trick one. Clark, don't do that to me. Sorry. Now, look, Bruce, I've got a plan. It's a pretty desperate one, but it just might work if you'll help me. Oh, you know I will. Thanks. There's no time to explain now, but here's what I want you to do. Keep Calkins in the apartment, in the living room, though, for 30 minutes. I'll keep him there. Count on that. Swell. But remember, you've got to do it cleverly. No rough stuff. Well, what if he puts up a fight? Talk him out of it. Tell him... Well, tell him you're a friend from out of town who's spending the night here or something like that. Anything to keep him from being too suspicious. Check. Then what happens? At the end of 30 minutes, get out and leave him there. I get it. What are you going to be doing meanwhile? I... Uh-oh. He's got his hand on the trick panel. Here, here's the key. Quick, get in there and stop him. Right. Remember, keep him out of the bedroom for 30 minutes and then leave. Check. As Bruce Wayne steps into the apartment, Clark Kent swiftly resumes his true identity of Superman, leaps through the open corridor window and sweeps around the building to his own sixth-floor bedroom window. Peering incautiously, he finds the room empty, the door closed. Softly, he raises the window, steps in. From the living room come the indistinguishable voices of Bruce Wayne and Herbert Hawkins. Quickly, making not a sound, Superman moves to a certain panel in the wall, notices it is slightly ajar. He pushes it, and it opens on a noiseless hinge, revealing a tiny closet-like chamber in which lies the familiar red cape and blue costume with a large letter S on the front of it. Under the costume is an envelope, heavily sealed with wax. Superman thrusts the costume and the envelope beneath his cape, then takes a sheet of notepaper and a fountain pen from a drawer of his desk. For a brief moment, he considers, then begins to write. And to my friends, James Olson and Lois Lane of the Metropolis Daily Planet, I... Swiftly, the man of steel covers the page with writing. Then, removing an envelope from the drawer, he addresses it. Carrying paper and envelope, he returns to the secret closet and pushes the panel almost, but not quite shut. From the living room can still be heard the voices of Bruce Wayne and Herbert Hawkins, but now raised as if in argument. Seemingly satisfied that his friend Batman is doing his job well, Superman walks noiselessly across the room to the open window, pauses to glance at the clock on his dresser. It's been here about five minutes. That leaves me 25 minutes for the most important job of my life. If only Bruce manages to hold Hawkins off. Now, this must be timed perfectly, so here goes. Out and away! Leaping out into the night sky, Superman streaks upward like a rocket. Up, up, up he zooms, up toward the pale moon and the cold, distant stars, bound for only he knows where. Meanwhile, far below in his apartment, Bruce Wayne and Herbert Calkins, the square-set, square-faced Scotland Yard detective, regard each other warily. Frankly, Mr. Corkins, when I walked in and saw you in Clark's bedroom, I thought you were a burglar. <laughs> so I should have given you a turn, Mr. Wayne. But since I've been in the States, Clark and I have become, well, <laughs> practically inseparable. Even intimate friends, you might say. Yeah, so it seemed. When I saw him at the newspaper club earlier this evening, he didn't say anything about expecting you tonight. He didn't? No. Of course, he was in an awful hurry to catch that Albany train. In the rush, he may have forgotten to mention it. Uh... Kent went to Albany, you say? Oh, yeah. On a story. Didn't you know? Well, uh, he, uh, he mentioned he might go, come to think of it. But I don't believe he was certain about the trip, you know. Oh, I see. Well, he doesn't expect to be back much before early morning. And since I usually stay here when I'm in Metropolis, especially since it's practically impossible to get a hotel accommodation, 
Clark just gave me his key and rushed off to the station. Without even bothering to phone me to expect company. <laughs> I say, Kent's a rather strange chap. Eh? What, Mr. Wayne? Oh, not at all. I think he's a grand guy. Oh, of course, Roger. I, I, I was just referring to... Uh... Oh, well, let it pass. Oh, I say it's quite late and I'm frightfully drowsy. Would you mind awfully if I turned in? Turned in? You mean you're staying here? Quite. I uh, thought I'd take the bedroom and you'd take the studio couch in, in here. Uh, well, I... Oh, it's really quite comfortable. I'd offer you the bedroom, but I have a touch of lumbago. I'm not quite as young as I used to be, you know. I see. <laughs> well, I'll be turning in there, old chap. Good night. Oh, just a minute. Yes? Yeah? I-, I wonder if you'd mind staying up with me just a little longer, Mr. Calkins. Well... Look, here's a chessboard. We can play chess or checkers if you prefer. What do you say? Well, That's well, fine. I... What'll it be? Chess or checkers? Uh, the checkers takes less well, time. Well, checkers it is. Here they are. Which do you have, red or black? Oh, either one. I'll take red, I... then. We'll play three games. Whoever takes two games is the winner. Okay? Oh, I couldn't possibly remain awake for three games, old top. Oh, we can easily play three games in, say, 25 minutes. Oh, come now, old chap. Let's get one game over with quickly before my eyes shut up on me completely. <laughs> Desperately conscious that he must somehow keep the shrewd detective away from Superman's bedroom for almost 25 minutes, while the Man of Steel is away in his mysterious mission, Bruce Wayne begins a checker game with Herbert Calkins. We'll return in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, you can't measure good eating with a yardstick, but for extra good eating at breakfast, Kellogg's Pep certainly measures up. Yes, sir. Pep the Sunshine Cereal sure is on the beam when it comes to making breakfast a mighty slick treat. Has loads of keen, catchy flavor for one thing. A rare flavor that signals go-ahead to your appetite every time. Believe me, gang, the spoon that comes up filled with sunny, golden-toasted Kellogg's Pep goes right back for more. In Christmas, too, and delicate tenderness, Pep is terrific. Every tender, crisp flake practically melts in your mouth. Why, if you're hep to Kellogg's Pep, you're hep to a smooth dish that keeps you busy until you've eaten up every last bit in your bowl. Which is always a good idea, because pep is good for you. But it's especially important nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. So, gang, when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make sure it's not wasted. If you pour your own pep, pour it carefully and polish off every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Make it your habit to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Pretending to think deeply and taking a long time between moves, Bruce Wayne, who is actually Batman, is trying to make his checker game with Herbert Calkins last for 25 minutes to fulfill the time limit set by Superman for the execution of his mysterious mission. But after 10 minutes, the detective, feigning sleepiness, has become impatient. I say, Mr. Wayne, you're the slowest player I've ever seen. Yes, I am pretty slow, I guess. I... I like to think out my move. Ah, uh, well, if we must finish the game, I'll need a spot of tea by Joe. Oh, that's a good idea. I can go for some tea myself. Clark has all the makings here. I'll, I'll boil the water. Uh, if you don't mind, old chap, I'll attend to it. No offense, you know, but you Americans really don't understand how to brew tea properly. I'll, I'll be back directly. <laughs> I think you like this tea. Thanks. Hey, it is good. Ah, let's see. Who, whose move was it? Uh, yours, I think. It usually is. Yeah. Let's see, then. Hmm. 
Gee, really first rate. Thanks. Thanks. You'll move over, boy. Oh, oh yes. yes. What's the... Something wrong, old chap? Suddenly very sleepy. I... Hardly hold my head up. But... Really? I said, that's splendid. Now we both can go to bed. No. Hawkins, what did you put in this tea? In the tea? Why, tea, of course, old boy. Drug me. You're... You're... Ah. <laughs> that takes care of you, my lad. Now to get back to that secret panel in the wall before Kent returns. I've an idea that in there's the something most interesting. Stepping away from the table over which Bruce Wayne sprawls unconscious, Herbert Calkins moves quickly to the closed door of Clark Kent's bedroom and opens it. The 30 minutes which Superman set for the execution of his mysterious mission have not quite expired. Has Superman failed? And is the secret of his double identity about to be revealed at last to the astute and bulldog-like detective? Tomorrow brings the thrilling and amazing climax of our story, fellows and girls. So be sure not to miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, famous names are often family names, like the Kellogg family of cereals. Here's a famous member that makes breakfast mighty swell. It's Kellogg shredded wheat, full ripe whole wheat made into tender plump biscuits that fit your bowl. Toasted just right, too, for crispness and natural nut-sweet flavor. As for nutrition, well, Kellogg's shredded wheat is made of finest whole wheat. Mom likes that. And the economy of 15. 15 biscuits in every package. Remind Mother to get Kellogg's shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.